Good morning, everybody. This is Jeff Kelman of the Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Everyone's doing fine on this fine Monday morning. I really wanted to talk about one specific thing, but it's a multi-tiered thing. The Wake the Fuck Up the show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I've been up sorry since one o'clock. The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show is a single topic show. I usually stick to one topic. It strays once in a while, but I like to stick to one topic. And I usually put that in the title or the description of the show, unlike the What Would Jeff Do show where I'm all over the place. And then I'll do Q&A at the end, but I like to get my information out there at the beginning of the show, so I will get to your questions. If you have basic questions about your dog that don't aren't relevant to the topic, I'm going to move you over to i'll just say hey just you know watch our wednesday wednesday and friday show which is the what would jeff do show with myself and joelle where we where we talk more about um everything anything um and if you're not following us on on social media I would encourage everyone to jump over to Instagram, especially Instagram stories. I put some amazing stuff yesterday up with Goose, who had a very, very busy day. Um, And then also um, the training center up in Providence, and then also on Facebook, and then also on YouTube. But I would encourage everybody to go to Instagram stories. If you want to know the daily goings on of this company, Instagram stories is where to go, and it's easy to do. Uh, So join our Instagram channel. Join our... um, Facebook channel, join our YouTube channel, and then thank you for watching and sharing this show. And you can always like and follow any of our platforms, and I would appreciate that. And feel free to share any of this stuff. But something really, really great to share is this video right here. Animal lure. Good. I'll put down. Up. This is Academy. Good. Uh, Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here! That's my boy! Great video. Here? There we go. That's my boy. And that's a great uh, video of um, Tucker, who is our featured dog in the Green to Graduate program. I would encourage everybody to get to Green to Graduate. Green to Graduate is um, a... We took a dog that didn't even know its name. In 11 days, it became an off-leash trained dog. And we show you step-by-step how to do it. Step-by-step. Literally starting out with positive reinforcement training with food, which is what we do, by the way, guys. All the way up to correction level, to um, all the way up to off-leash. Same thing, how to integrate the remote cower at the beginning and then follow it all the way through till the end. And to get yourself an off-leash trained dog, we did it in 11 days. You can do it in four weeks. We've got great courses, um, and that's at our academy. And the link I just put up. Also, I would encourage everyone to join our Patreon channel because not only do we, we do five podcasts a week, but I do one more Zoom, which is a Q&A Zoom four times a month on that channel, as well as you get 20% off your, all of your courses. For So for $10 a month, you get 20% off your courses, 20% off your consults. You can save hundreds of dollars a year for $10 a month. Plus, you get face-to-face time with me. Why the fuck are we in such a crisis mode with our dogs? I like to call it the pussification of our dogs and our owners. 
but that's a trigger word, so I guess that's why I'm using it. Why is it that we are in a situation where people cannot put their foot down? Let me give you an example. I talked to a colleague of mine in the Midwest yesterday. She happens to be in a lot of different categories. So trained as a groomer. So she is in the grooming business. She does a lot of rescue. So she is in the rescue business. She also trains dogs and has a service dog company. So I talked to her about all those things. So in the grooming business, 90 plus percent of the dogs that she is getting in, these dogs are just out of control, have no discipline on them, don't know the first thing about being groomed, fearful, nervous, skittish, and aggressive. Does that mean every groomer has that experience? No, but if you talk to enough of them, I think they would agree with that. Talk to your local groomer. Have they seen in the last three to four years dogs regress? And then owners that don't want them muzzled and owners that are so worried sick about it. In rescue, she talked to a rescue colleague. They're putting down more aggressive dogs than they ever have before. They're getting more dogs that are unstable than ever before. They're getting more unknowledgeable people that want to adopt them than ever before. They're seeing people humanize dogs more than ever before. And then in the training business, same thing. They're getting people that are, that cannot um, even do minimal requirements for owning a dog. God forbid you have to correct your dog. The number one problem we are having right now, first of all, this is not a nature thing. It is not a genetic thing. Yes, we have genetic issues, but the number one thing is nurture. It is nurture. I'm not bashing clients here. I'm not bashing humans. I'm just saying, wake the fuck up. Strap on a set of balls. That's not chauvinistic. Sorry if that triggered you. Everything I say triggers everybody, so you might as well get used to it. And properly raise your dog. I did a great post on it this morning. Jump over to our Instagram or Facebook. You can read the post. Just on a single topic. It was an, it was, it was an outtake from uh, the What Would Jeff Do show with myself and Joelle. People are not training their dogs, which, by the way, uses positive reinforcement. Clicker training, marker training food, rewards, physical touch, toys. That's how we train our dogs. People are not even doing that. Correcting dogs for unwanted behaviors. Oh my gosh. People are never doing that. No one, there are people that are doing it, but no one, the majority of people, cannot apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor into their dog to stop an unwanted behavior. They're living with dogs that are out of control, that they can't even stop the most basic thing, the most basic thing, such as barking. Barking can be stopped in one to three seconds. Jumping can be stopped in one to three seconds. Getting into the trash, counter surfing, getting into the litter box, eating shit. Resource guarding. All that stuff can be stopped in one to three seconds. That's all it takes. One, two, three seconds. That is all it takes. 
If your trader can't do it, they don't know what they're doing. I'll tell you how to do it for free. Jump into our podcast. I'll tell you how to do it. It's a one. It's a it's it's a five second answer. We have dogs that are pushy and snotty. We have dogs with bad manners. And then we have owners that cannot even train their dogs, stop their unwanted behavior, allowing dogs to be pushy. We have owners that are having a hard enough time paying mortgage and paying rent, and they've got dogs that are running the house. You pay the mortgage, you pay the rent, the dog owns the fucking house. How the fuck did we get there? So, it's time to wake the fuck up. What's stop? It's easy to do. It's not hard to do. We're doing it right now as we speak. I've got a dog named Goose. He's in, I'm in Florida right now. He's, he's, he, we, we do one dog at a time in our Florida boarding train. It's a specialized boarding train. Yesterday, Goose went to a farmer's market, went to Home Depot, learned how to swim, went for a bike ride, and then did his obedience training. He's on his third week here. He's getting picked up this week. It's a two-week program. They, they extended it by a couple of days. Goose came in a nervous, skittish, fearful, out-of-control, non-stop barking, owners who couldn't have people over their house. Goose couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't go for a walk, let alone a walk with a downstay in front of the Grinch, which talks and moves at Home Depot. Goose would never be able to go to a farmer's market, go into a downstay while I picked out the perfect banana. And this is a really good farmer's market. You get really good bananas there. I think I got tomatoes, zucchini, squash, peppers. What else? Angela got a, we got some mini donuts. Those little donuts, little donut. I wasn't, in fact, I was going to buy that when I was a kid. They're still around. Those little donut machines, you know, makes it automatic. You're watching being made. Well, yeah, I was going to buy that. Because I used to do flea markets, festivals when I was younger, selling stuff, buying and sell stuff. I've been doing stuff since I was nine. I'm now 56. All those things. How do we get there? We trained what we wanted. We stopped what we didn't want. We used reward-based training, and then we also used punitive-based training. And you can all learn to do it. It's all simple. you got to stop thinking with your heart and think with your head. We're working on baby-proofing. That's another thing we worked on yesterday. And it's all documented, and it was put up on Instagram stories. It's all documented and put up on Instagram stories. There are no secrets. It's all there. We worked him above threshold. We corrected that dog for non-compliance of known commands in public. We put an incredible baseline on that dog. He actually went in. He was afraid of the pool 
And five minutes later, he was, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't say jumping, but like stood on the step and entered the pool with no leash on. I think he had his flat buckle collar on. And that's it. I probably should have taken it off because I think it was made out of fabric. And if it stays wet, it irritates any sensitive skin. But the point is, how did I get him in the pool the first time? Force. I dragged his ass right in. I didn't throw him in. I dragged his ass out on the first step. Then I pulled him in. And then he flailed around. And guess what? Three minutes later, he's swimming on a leash. Five minutes later, no leash. He's just jumping off the front step and following me around, making turns multiple times. It's all documented. But if you would have stopped at the flailing, if you would have stopped when he put the brakes on and didn't want to get in the first step, you'd be applying not positive reinforcement, not negative reinforcement, but pacification reinforcement. Who doesn't want their dog to swim? I do. That's, the, that's what our board and train does. It does adventures, off-leash work. Angelo is, uh, Joel had to fly up to uh, Rhode Island for an emergency. So, um, Angelo, uh, we haven't gone on a bike ride. I think he went, he went biking yesterday. Did I mention that? So this morning, we're still going to, we have to go on our morning walk. Still go on our bike ride. These are things that he couldn't even walk down the street. He couldn't even have this family couldn't have people over their house. They have a they have a two year old and a baby on the way. We're also working on baby proofing. We're making actually a baby proofing video. It'll be up for sale soon. A baby proofing video. So I'll let you know every not every yeah everything you need to know about baby proofing. It's going to be a game changer video. It's going to come free. No, it's not. How to how to teach your dog how to ride on a ride a bicycle is going to come free with the Green to Graduate. Green to graduate is a great, great, great program. Literally, you can start start to finish program, step by step. There's like 20 plus videos in it. Step by step. It's, it, you'll get better results than your average dog trainer. Better results than your average dog trainer. We actually sell, we're, we're better than average. I recommend people buy it than doing one-on-one, one-on-ones at the training center with us. Literally, somebody wants to do one-on-one training in person at the training center. I said, why spend $800? Spend $197, and you'll be able to get your dog fully off-leash trained instead of going to five one-hour courses with us. So how do we get to the point where dogs are so fearful, anxious, and skittish? Because we baby the fuck out of them. Not some people a humongous amount of people. You're getting dogs and you, you're using these dogs as emotional support systems and these are not emotional support dogs. Uh, of course you can love your dog, play with your dog, cuddle with your dog. But you also have to train your damn dog. You also, also have to correct your dog. And all these bad behaviors are not cute. It doesn't mean your dog loves you. And you have to stop bad behaviors. 
I'm not yelling. I'm passionate as fuck, and I'm and I've been standing up for the last twenty years. But I'm standing up louder, prouder, and I don't give a flying fuck on the pushback, and I get a lot of it. Because when you're passionate about something and when you believe in something, you speak up. And more people need to do it. But but I'm not just speaking up and not giving resources. I'm speaking up and I'm giving resources. I got them free. I got them low cost, regular cost, and big cost. But it's got to stop. Stop babying your dog and meeting your emotional needs and not training your dog properly. Stop thinking your dog has been abused. Oh, the dog was abused. No. You're not training the dog. That's the problem. You're not teaching your dog what it wants and and teaching the dog what it doesn't want. Oh, it's, it's trained. It is. Oh, great. Let's go out for dinner right now with your dog. Throw him in a downstay for two hours, for one hour, no matter what walks by. We'll have a nice dinner. Oh, I can't do that. You said your dog was trained. Okay. Well, maybe we can just go to a, one of them, those, those uh, food truck. Now you got like five or six food trucks lined up, seven food trucks, ten food trucks, all like either lined up or they're in a parking lot. That's a big thing right now. A couple of parking lots, empty lots actually down here in Florida. I've been thinking about, you know, maybe I'll get one and I'll do a food truck thing. Fine, we'll go to a food truck thing. Walk up to the food truck, throw your dog into a downstay, order your food. We'll do that instead. Oh, uh, I can't do that. Okay. How about if we just go to a farmer's market, walk around, buy stuff, go back to the car, throw your dog into a downstay in the back of the car and just eat in the car. Oh, take the dog to the farmer's market. Uh, I can't do that. Oh, how about if we just go through a drive-through restaurant and order food that way? Oh, I can't, I can't do that. Why? Because the dog can't walk without lunging and barking. So it can't go, and it can't hold the downstay. So there goes the restaurant. I can't go to a farmer's market because the dog would be lunging. And every time I'm trying to pay, the dog is like all out of control. I can't go to the, 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 the I was going to say taco truck because there's a lot of taco trucks out there. I think the hot dog cart was the original, but a lot of taco and burrito trucks. But let's go to the food truck place. Oh, I can't do that. You can't even walk into a food truck place because your dog's out of control. I can't go to a drive-thru because my dog barks its head off when we go to the window. I can't even pump gas to get there. You can't even do shit with your dog. Okay, let's go. Let's pack a picnic and go on a hike with your dog. Find a nice place to sit down. Oh, I can't do that. Why not? Well, there might be other people or dogs on the trail. Yep. 
See, all this stuff is called reality, and you can't do that. Why not? Because you don't even have the basics of obedience, and you're, you can't stop unwanted behaviors. But the resources are out there. They're free. Why can't you do that? That is what dog ownership is. Then what the hell are you doing with your dog? You're staying at home with your dog on your lap, and it's meeting your emotional needs, and that is what your dog is doing. How about this? How about this? I'll make it really easy for you. How many food delivery services out there? Like Grubhub and, and, and whatever food something delivery service. How about this? Or having a pizza delivered. That's, your, that's the OG, the OG of food delivery. Am I right? That and, 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 and uh, uh, Chinese food. That's the OG. How about we get a food delivery to our house? We'll jump on the Grubhub from our phone. I got an app on my phone. I can order it there. It's paid. Boom. Food will be delivered in 45 minutes. Great. Uh, I can't do that. Why not? Because when the delivery person comes over, my dog wants to kill them. You're not even safe in your own damn house. What the hell are you doing? What's going on? These are minimum requirements for owning a dog. What the hell are you doing with your dog? You can't control your dog in your own house. Guys, I'm not bashing dog owners here. It's wake the fuck up. What is going on out there? Why can't you do any of these things with your dog? If any of this resonated with you, you should say, Jesus Christ, you're right, Jeff. This is ridiculous. Jeff, you just described my relationship with my, my dog. Guess what? All this stuff can be stopped in a weekend. All of it. Most of it can be stopped in one second. Bringing your dogs to a farmer's market, you can accomplish that in a couple of days, let alone a week. If you understood how to train your dog to do stuff, but the biggest thing is if you understood how to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior, and that is the biggest thing, and that is the number one thing that people are not doing. They're not doing it. And I'm looking at I'm looking around and I'm I'm thinking to myself, why not? So yesterday, we're at Home Depot. Angelo's like, Papa, I gotta pee. I'm like, okay, we'll go to the restrooms. What do we do? We walk down the aisle. I think it was between eight and nine. If anybody knows the way that home, I guess every Home Depot is different. Walks down to the restaurants, is, uh, uh, to, the, to, to the aisle, I mean. He's running to the bathroom. We walk by. There's a young lab, probably about four, five, less than six months old. It's in, in the shopping cart. I'm like, get it out of the damn shopping cart and get it to walk, number one. The guy sees us. He's like, oh, shit. Literally, he said that. Oh, shit. Grabbed his dog. I'm like... Why? What's it going to do? Jump out of the cart? And it, and it tried to. 
Your dad, your you you can't even walk your dog in Home Depot, and you can't even freaking have it in a cart at Home Depot. What the fuck are you doing with your dog? And I saw him outside getting his ass hand, hand, handed to him with a five or six month old lab that's probably going to double in size and get four to five times the amount of power, and you can't even control it now. Damn. And that was a good-looking lab. What I mean by that is it's a lab with some drive that can probably do some incredible things, and you can't even handle it now. Good the fuck luck. I don't care if you want to have your dog in the cart. Who cares? See somebody coming? Put it in a sit-stay. Put it in a down-stay. Put in a don't jump the fuck out of the shopping cart stay. I don't care what you do with it. But you don't have to freaking tackle it like a football player to keep it from jumping out of the cart. I'm walking by, minding my own damn business with a calm dog. So what do we do? Throw it into a downstay outside the bathroom. We wait. I think I got pictures of that. Because we document almost everything we do just to show this is how it could be. Hey, Ange. You doing breakfast? Mm-hmm. Yogurt? Non-bread. Non? Non-bread. Oh, non-bread? Okay. <laughs> and after that, can you do trash and recycle, sweetheart? Okay. Thank you. Correct, correct. Yeah, they're not doing recycles now because they got to pick up... Uh, in my neighborhood, they stopped picking up recycles until all the storm debris is picked up, which they've started. So everyone's got all the storm debris out by the curb. So they're using the trucks for, for that. Some of the trucks, at least I think. Maybe not. I don't know. But. So. Let's go to the questions. So that's the issue. And guess what? Not just us, but I'll speak for us. We have resources on everything I just said. We have resources on every single thing I just said. Most of it, if not all of it, for free. Most of it, if not all of it, for free. But if you want to get your dog really well trained to do stuff, green to graduate course. Academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Questions. Now we'll go to the Q&A. Brittany, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Yeah, it's Monday. School day. Every day is school day, but he's and he's homeschooled. Angelo's homeschooled. No, that's Tuesday. But you can do art today if you want to. But there's some worksheets printed off for you. It's in the printer. And then we got other things to do today. Ton of things. Huge list. Mindy, good morning. Good morning to you. Allison, good morning. Jeff, good morning to you. Steph, Steffi, good AM. Great AM. Put the post up. Solid canine training dot. I'm sorry, academy.solidcanitraining.com. Ellie Barnes is green to graduate all video instructions. Yep, step by step, literally step by step. 
20 plus videos and we're adding videos to it. So once you buy it, all of a sudden a new video might pop up. But they're like, whoa, not only is it, it is not only is it an incredibly great value for what it's priced under $200, we throw in extra videos. You'll get better results from your average trainer. In fact, we're, we're, we're starting a, um, I think next week or the week after we're starting an affiliate program. If anybody wants to um, buy it, uh, not buy it, you don't pay for it. You, you, um, if you have, if, if you're either a trainer, if you got a good social media following, or if you've got a, a social media following that you actually interact with a lot, good email list, you can make $80 for everyone you sell. Could you imagine that? 80 bucks. Sell one a day, one a day to an extra 560 a week. Think about that. It's an extra $2,240 a month. Think about that. It pays your rent. Just selling one course a day. What up for my questions? Uh, Tracy Hickler says pussification. Yeah. I say that. Hopefully that doesn't offend people. If it does offend people, it's not the word. It's the person. Julie Starn says, good morning, good morning. Um... Kim says, my dog's brain goes right back to my world. When I slack, it requires a lot, but I know this. Well, it's not, and your dog's not special that way. See, dogs have their own agenda. They've got their own agenda. But see, the more you work with your dog, the more your dog starts to just default to what you want. The more you work with your dog, the more your dog starts doing things by default that you want. And correcting your dog for non-compliance actually builds a relationship with your dog. So this whole week while Joelle is gone, Angelo and I will be training Goose and you'll see Angelo running him through his commands. Money says people think it's cute that their oodle, their doodle is out of control. Their dog. Yeah, of course they do. They think it's cute. Big and small. They do think it's cute. They honestly think it's cute. And they've got every excuse in the book. Every excuse. The only excuse that's valid is you're lazy. And you have no discipline. That's the excuse. That's the only valid excuse. Well, I didn't know how to do it. Well, then research it. Research. There's so much free stuff out there. TikTok, Instagram. Believe it or not, TikTok. There's a lot of good dog trainers. Uh, there's a lot of crappy ones, but there are good dog trainers on TikTok giving you free information. Free. Instagram, YouTube. There's a lot of trainers on YouTube that have got information for you. A lot of crappy ones out there, but there's a lot of clap, crappy lawyers out there. Right? Crappy doctors. Karen says, good morning. I stumbled upon a video designed to bash. Yeah, there's tons of them out there. There's tons of them. I don't give a shit. I ripped her another one, told her to wake up. Can two female dogs ever? Yeah. Most of my fans do. So you're always going to get people that jump on the I hate Jeff Gelman train. It's so funny, too, because one day they'll call me up for advice which is like basic shit, which I don't mind. I mentor a lot of young dog trainers. 
I mentor experienced dog trainers. I've been doing this for 20 years. That's a lot of dogs, 10,000 plus dogs. I've worked with a lot of dogs with every behavioral problem and had huge success with most of them. Do we have some failures? Absolutely. Do we have some dogs that don't meet our level of expectation? Absolutely. And if any dog trainer doesn't say that, they're lying to you and they're full of shit. But it's funny how, how they'll ask me for advice for two years and then all of a sudden now they bash me. It's like, don't forget where you came from. You could not like me. I do not care. But in life, don't forget where you came from. And loyalty is a good quality to have. And gossip and negativity and online bashing is an extremely toxic and bad quality to have. If people don't like how I train, then do it better and put out the videos. If you don't like my podcast, then do it better and do one yourself. There's room for everybody. But some people would rather just sit there and put people down instead of getting off their fucking lazy asses and doing it themselves. You got all these armchair quarterbacks, which I challenge you to come onto my show and tell me that there's a better way to do some things. And God forbid you show a video of a dog stressed out. Oh my God, the dog is over threshold. That's so mean. It is. Goose went into um, Home Depot. I worked him over threshold. He went swimming, worked him over threshold. Or went to the farmer's market, worked him over threshold. And guess what? We're doing it again today. Not going to do the farmer's market. It's closed. That's mean. That's mean to do. Really. Working the dog in the real world is mean to do once you put a baseline of obedience on them. It is. It's called reality. The problem is you've got so much self-worth, such self-worth self self and low self-esteem, and you're struggling with childhood trauma that you can't do it yourself. And there's nothing wrong with suffering from childhood trauma or any of the other things that I just said. But don't put that shit on me. There's talk therapy. There's online therapy online therapy there's so many self-help books out there and life is a struggle and we all struggle you're not special and all these videos that are out there bashing me it's like really well what because you don't like this podcast you know like that i use the word shock or the word punishment I also put out this green to graduate course, which is starts out with reward-based training. I also do puppy training. I use food. I use positive reinforcement. 
But if you're going to sit in your classroom and train a dog in a classroom, but not in the real world, the real world, we're in two different arenas. Listen to the man in the arena. Look it up. Go to YouTube, man in the arena. It's a couple of good versions. I think Teddy Roosevelt I like. Can two female dogs ever learn to live together and introduce them? Both are six. Sure. If they fight, two bitches fighting is the worst. I'll take two intact males over two freaking bitches anytime. Got two intact, two intact males right here. Wes, intact male, prone to not like dogs with out of control energy, like goose. Goose is intact. Put a photo up this morning of all of them hanging out by the pool. Goose, or goose will go out there all the time. They'll hang out. But there's a certain way to, you know, um, Karen, you've got to understand loading. Loading is a pretty bad behavior phase. You've got to know how to stop a dog fight. You've got to make sure that you correct the first sign of loading. There's a lot of different protocols you need to do. But they absolutely can live together. Plus, I would need more information, first of all. They're trying to kill each other or not. Melissa says, I love teaching dogs to swim. Yeah, I've got a couple of different ways I do it. Yesterday, I taught him how to swim outside the pool. And then I went in the pool because, frankly, I wanted to go swimming myself. Because we're down here in Florida and it was in the 80s and it's warm. Plus, the pool is heated. I activated the pool heater this last week. Just so Angelo would go into it more. Damien, morning, Jeff. Beautiful day here after a long holiday. Hope you're doing well. Question, can two dogs learn to live together? Would you recommend rehoming one of them? I don't know. I need more information. Obviously, they're not doing well, is what you're saying, if you have to ask that question. Sometimes they can't. That's the, the number one rate of failure for a dog trainer is in-house fighting with dogs, with family pets. And that's another thing. All this bashing that goes on about me, it's like, well, who are you talking to? You're talking to a sport dog trainer, an agility trainer, a working dog trainer? We're not in the same category. Their, their skill set is different. The dogs they use are different. I know this. The dogs we get, most of them could not do those things. Family pet dog training is different. It is different. We're working with dogs that when you look at them, they piss and they shit. All right? They're different. Hi, Jeff. I just wanted to ask your thoughts on low-level stem e-cow training. I need context. For what? That's how we start dogs off. But, 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 why, but why not high-level training? There's a time and a place for low, and there's a time and a place for high. We need context. How about the right-level e-cow training? So Kelly asks, the right level e-cower training. Let's call it that. Let's call it whatever the fuck level we need. Let's call it that. Does that mean if you've got a dog that doesn't know down, you'd blast it? No. That's not how we train. Don't let anybody tell you any different. There's a great hate, someone mentioned a hate video earlier. There's this great hate video out there in response to some asshole dog trainer, because there's a ton of them out there, who's like, Jeff is blasting dogs to do double downs. Literally. Shocking them at 100 to do a double down. 
We are. Meanwhile, I've got a how-to video out there that was done at a seminar live in front of everybody, live in front of everybody, and I demonstrate how we do a double down, and it's all, I think, lower than 10 on an e-cow that goes to 100. It's all low-level stuff. That's how we train level. That's how we train it. So I don't know where people get their information from. But it's all he said, she said bullshit. It's all telephone game bullshit. Kelly says, LOL, I'm always telling clients to rip the Band-Aid off when it comes to these things. Yeah, it depends what we're talking about. And um, I'm not quite sure what she was talking about after that, Kelly. You lost me. Green to graduate daily practice. All my friends are like, he's a completely different dog. Uh, yep, Steffi said that. No fucking shit. Because your dog is trained now, Steffi, as you know. Like I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah. The dog's not different. The dog is better trained. It is better trained. It is better behaved. Its state of mind is better. Your relationship with the dog is better. It doesn't take long. Chad, ordered green to graduate. Well worth $197. Use the leash pressure on the down. Don't know that way in the leash under the foot. That knowledge alone was worth it. Used on two dogs already. Yep. That chat, I saw your order come in. Thank you. I think you ordered it yesterday or the day before. The last two days. Thank you. I appreciate it. And now some of that money goes towards the Floridians that are struggling. Because every week we spend around five hundred to a thousand dollars out of—I mean, it comes out of our pocket. But some of the some of the uh, green the, the uh, online courses go into our pocket. So we'll be doing that for a long time. It's horrific. It's horrific down there. Kim says, "That's right. Wake the fuck up." All caps. Thank you. Jeff, uh, Chad says, Jeff, I believe the number one problem is people are not putting in the uh, the reps for a little correction need with enough rep, uh, reps of obedience. Agreed. Well, people are not being proactive on both sides. On the positive side and the negative side. They're not. State of mind side, the manner side. That's the, That's the big problem. And you've got dogs that are not being exposed to the real world. People are helicopter parenting their dogs. It's up to you. But you're fucking up your dog. So stop. This is my life. Every day. Every day. I hear about it. I hear about it every day. And this stuff's not breed specific either. We're seeing every breed like this. Uh, we, you want to hear something? What, what do you think the number one guess is? The number one aggressive dog breed right now we are seeing. We are seeing. The number one aggressive dog we are seeing. I'll give everybody 30 seconds to write it down below. But I'm going to give you the answer really quick. No, I'll give you the answer at the end. I'll give you the answer um, once I see a bunch of responses. Write down in the chat room right below, what is the number one aggressive breed we're seeing right now at our training center in Providence? 
Bo says, hi, Jeff. I've taken uh, your Green to Graduate course. Best money I ever spent. That's two people. Huh. That's good. And then tell people to get it because they complain about their dog. They make excuses. The reality is that people don't want to put in the work, train their dog because they're just plain lazy. Bo, that's part of it. A lot of it is because there was mis so much misinformation out there that doesn't work. And after someone does put in, you do put in the work, but it's the wrong information. You don't get the results, so you stop. That is a problem. But there is also people that are just plain fucking lazy. I'll agree with you on that. Ange, can you make sure all those dishes go in the dishwasher and start the dishwasher, honey? And then do trash, do recycles, please. After that, yeah. Thank you, honey. Kelly S. laughed at something. What? Did I give my kid chores? Did he have homework today? Um, MSA, hey, what's up? It's been a while since I've been on a live. MSA, it's been two weeks. Come on. Two weeks isn't a while. That's all COVID lasted for was two weeks, right? Kyle says, good morning, Jeff. Hope you have a great week. Oh, I'm gonna have a, I will have a great week. Because I wake up every day saying I'm going to have a great day. I got up this morning at like 1, maybe one thirty. I was like, damn, great time to wake up. Because then I get to listen to my podcasts. Not my personal podcast, but I listen to podcasts. Listen to some Jordan, Jordan Peterson today. Some Eric Thomas today. What else? Yeah, those were the two. So we're going to go deep into Jordan Peterson. Um, do you need an e-cower for being a graduate? You don't need, but e-cowers are great, so it expedites your, your training way, way better. Way better. I mean, if you really want a truly off-leash trained dog as quickly and efficiently as possible, and quick doesn't mean bad at all, I mean, it, it'll, it'll help you dramatically. Dramatically. And they're, and they're well worth the money. If you live in a country where they're illegal, just to let you know, many people are still using them. And I know there's many countries that are um, putting heavy fines on people. That's personal choice whether you want to do it or not then. Um, Melissa says, I witnessed an Akita puppy in Walmart out of control, fearful and barking. Why are you in Walmart? That They ended up behind me in the line. They said, he listens better at home. Of course he does. Of course he does. But your Akita puppy also, because I've owned Akitas before, is going to grow close to 100 pounds. So stop that shit now. Maybe pulling on the leash. It, 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 um, in Walmart, okay. Maybe not listening to commands, okay. And you work the dog through it. But barking? And he's not fearful. He's untrained. He's not fearful. You have to break up those boxes too, hon. Okay. Yes, you do. Use your super, super strength. You can do it. All right? So your dog's not fearful. Carol says, Doug is trained um, 
beautifully with e-cal on when I take it off. Boom, back to reactivity. How long have you been training your dog for, Karen? Carol? For reactivity. Also, have you gone up to super high corrections for his reactivity? Preceded by the word no. Also, do you have other ways to stop the reactivity? Heel taps, dominant dog collars, remote collars, obviously using a remote collar. But what's the rush? What's the rush to take the remote collar off? What is the rush? Have you been working with it seriously hard for 90 to 120 days? Okay. Linda says, right, what Doodle wants, Doodle gets. Sue, the number one people, the, the number of people in my neighborhood who allow their dogs to bark like crazy out the front window all day long is outstanding. I don't know how they stand it, especially since it's so easily corrected. I feel like dropping a note with the days and times of your Facebook shows on their front steps. Oh, well, yeah, they're not going to like me. I live in a neighborhood that's just the same. I'm amazed. I put up a video. I put up a story yesterday with Goose walking by these dogs in the yard that literally, thank God, there's a fence there. They bark their heads off. They bite at the fence. They're out there all day. I mean, they go inside sometimes, but they go from, they have an, they have an open door. I think it's connected in their garage. They can run out of the, the side door of the garage and they just bark like crazy. And I'm like looking around at all the neighborhood houses. I'm like, someone like, is nobody pissed off? They've been doing it for years. And I'm like, is nobody pissed off? Has nobody complained to animal control? Has nobody gone over the house and say, you know what? Your dogs are a nuisance. By the way, it does break nuisance, nuisance laws. They can be reported and they, and they can be ticketed. And they have to do something about it. Or their dogs will be taken away. But I'm not their neighbor. My neighbor's dogs were complaining. I went over there casually, told them to stop. After the third time, I said, okay, now we have a problem. Now your dogs, now your dogs are being nuisances to me. Because your dogs wouldn't stop. We couldn't sit out in our backyard. We could not sit out in our backyard. So they stopped it. Then put the cowl on. Angel is back without pushing the button. She just knows when it's on. Yeah, she's cower smart. Can I ever take it off and have her be good? Of course you can. Did it with my dogs. But sometimes the collar, you can have just a, the collar on. It's not even activated. They just stop. Why? Because the collar is more believable than you are. The collar is more believable than you are. But again, how long have you been working on it for? Allison, I have a client with out-of-control German Shepherd dog. I urge not to get another. Dog number two is a six-month-old, now 20-pound heavier, and they're struggling. Of course they're struggling. Dogs are perfect for me association of course so i keep suggesting green to graduate yeah a lot of trainers do we have so many trainer tra um allison you should become an affiliate too so once it's ready you'll hear about it and you'll be able to sign up for it and it'll be incredible everyone's going to be able to help people and make money sharing the wealth with everybody sharing the wealth with everybody we've done all the hard work you're making 80 bucks and you can give a discount to your clients if you want to or give them an added bonus. If you're a, for every green to grad for you, for instance, if you're an, if you're an at-home trainer, you go to people's houses, you can say, I'll give you an, if you buy the green to graduate, I'll give you an extra, I'll give you an extra uh, uh, half hour of my time, an hour of my time. It's up to you what you do. I'll take, you know, an X amount of dollars or percentage off their next, their next class. A lot of, a lot of ways you can do it. 
Classical Greg, uh, keep on rocking, Jeff. Your channel was life-changing. People think I'm a miracle worker for having a calm, well-behaved German shepherd. Well, she was a menace to society before I found her channel. Oh, well. Classical Greg, thank you for the compliment. But also, kudos to you, Greg, for putting in the work. Because just because you listen to my show, that didn't give you a, a trained dog. You got to apply the knowledge. Everyone says knowledge is everything. Bullshit. The application of knowledge is everything. We all have access to the same knowledge, but we're all not applying the knowledge. Anybody that's good at anything, there are some things people do learn quicker than others. Some people are more genetically designed to do better in sports, but many of us can acquire the same knowledge. Linda says, life is over threshold. Damn right life is over threshold. Homework, buddy. Yeah, you, did, you did some chores already, right? Yeah. So worksheets out of there or bring your computer over here and do online stuff. Uh, Thank you. We have a bunch of work to do today outside the house. Linda says, yeah, life is, life is over threshold. Yes. That's why we work dogs over threshold. We get so much shit from our videos. Oh my God, that looks dog looks nervous and afraid. I'm like, no fucking shit. It is nervous and afraid. Because it's never been put in this position before. But we've put hundreds of hours into the dog, getting it prepared for this. So now it's ready. For all my military folks out there, sure, you practice at the range. Sure, you practice your jujitsu. Sure, you practice all of your emergency medical stuff. Sure, you true all that stuff. Now, put you into a real battle station, put you into, into a simulated battle station, you're over threshold. Put you into a real battle station, a real battle situation, you're really over threshold, and you need to fucking perform because it's life and death. And there's a lot of people relying on you, your fellow teammates. Vanessa says, some of us aren't good or maybe just aren't confident enough to train our dogs. I, I, have, I have empathy for you. I had other challenges as well. However, some of us recognize it and seek help. That's great. My dogs were out of control, so I got them into solid canine training. So, Vanessa, so I agree with you. I agree with you. But I do want you to say, I do want to say that so many people out there are in that situation. Now, some people learn better by watching. Some people learn better by listening. Some people learn better by reading. Some people look better by hiring a coach. Some people have, have no problem sending their dog away and then now working with their trained dog. There's a lot of different ways, but that's the thing. There's choices out there. There's choices out there. And with success comes confidence. With success comes confidence. Mindy says, which we know you don't. SMA shaking my head. I'm not sure what that is. Mindy says, oh, God, yes. I'm not sure what that is. Happy money. Great job with Goose. When does he go home? Will you film the owners getting trained? Um, he goes home. I think they had extended a little bit farther to this coming weekend. Um, Joelle will not be here. So either Angela will be filming or I'll ask. Um, you'll be filming. The, you're going to film the go home? Why not? But it's on the other camera. 
but I'll hook up my camera. So, camera? But, oh, but I'll hook this no. camera up so it'll be bigger. Yeah. I don't know how to use that one. I'll teach you. Just push a button. It's easy. Oh, I just push a button. Yep, I'll teach you how to do it. Huh. So, yes, we'll do it. We'll film it. We always film the go-homes, by the way. We always film the go-homes, which a lot of people do not show. Not too many trainers show go-homes. Not too many trainers show go-homes out there. Nope. Not too many trainers show the messy middle. Most dog trainers show the beginning and the end. We do too, but we also show the messy middle. Why? That's the big social media pushback is the messy middle. That's the big social media pushback, showing the messy middle. Like, do you really fucking think a dog goes from out of control, fearful, anxious, nervous, can't be touched, can't be handled, to all of a sudden a dog that looks totally different in what, a snap of a finger with a, with a pouch of fairy dust, with, with, with rainbows and unicorns? Hell no. It's hard work. It's hard for the dog. It's hard for the trainer. Kelly S. said, that's what I wanted to know. Thank you. I know there's different protocols some trainers go through giving the cue and stimming at a low level until the behavior is completed. Yeah, but you know what, though? It all You got to put that into context. So we have a, we have a, uh, the course, Green Graduate, shows you exactly how to do it. During the learning phase, we use low level. During the learning phase, we use low levels. This is very important to understand. We also, we also layer it with food if the dog will take food. Some dogs don't take food during training. Believe it or not, they don't even take high-value treats, HVT. We have dogs that will never take food from our hand. They won't take food from the floor in front of us. They won't even eat out of their food bowl if somebody's standing there. People have got to remember that. Everybody thinks food is the magic touch. What happens when you have a dog that won't take food? Use higher value food. Okay. They don't take that. Use higher than that. They don't take that either. So now what? That's why dog trainers need to have lots of tools in their pocket. They need to have leash handling skills. They need to have to be able to understand how to use a prong collar, a remote collar. They need, they need to know how to actually understand learning theory. Because no matter what tool you use, you still need to know dog training. And if they use low level to the behavior is completed, fine. But that means you're in, but do you, do you ever get to the point where you don't have to use the collar for the dog at all? And it's just there for non-compliance at a high level. Remember, it's okay to use high levels. We just did a baby proofing video with Goose. We had, a, we, we, we set him up for a lot of, that's another thing. We set dogs up to fail. Nobody wants to do that. That's another problem we're having out there. We set dogs up to fail. We put a bunch of food underneath a high chair. When we did, we have this high chair here because um, the house, I own three properties here in Florida. I'm looking for another one, but now the prices have doubled, so I can't afford them anymore. Um, but so this house came with all the baby stuff. 
So we had a high chair here because we this house, you know, obviously people that stay here, but they bring their young, you know, young kids. So we've got a high chair here, stroller, whatever, everything you need. So I opened up the freaking stroller. I know how to close the stroller. I've closed a lot of strollers in my life. I can't freaking figure out how to close the stroller. No, you can't. You can't figure out how to close. Oh, the high chair. Thank you. The high chair. I can't freaking figure out how to close this high chair. This 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 high chair folds down into the smallest little thing. Now we have this huge freaking high chair. Like there's like there's no push button. There's nothing. I gotta break it in half. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Kelly S says instead of waiting for non-compliance and then stimming is a correction. Yeah, but make sure you do that high. Because if you're doing it at a low level, you're on the NCS, non-compliant stim of our of our four-part training protocol. But our fourth part is correction. So now you've got a dog that does it to avoid the correction. You have a dog, and I'll say this again because people use this against us. Oh, the dog's only doing it because it doesn't want to be corrected. Yep. Ain't that the truth? This is after hundreds and hundreds of hours and reps of dog training. The dog is doing the command because it doesn't want to be corrected. And you are coming home at your scheduled time so you don't break curfew and you are showing up to work at the time you're supposed to be so you don't lose your job and you are finishing the test so you don't get a, a below grade and you are not being disrespectful to your partner so you don't get into an argument which will eventually probably lead to a divorce or a breakup or a separation it's called consequences for bad behavior it's called reality and it's called life. Wake the fuck up. Allison, doodle, 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 poodles, doodles. Yep. What? The number one dog we see right now with aggression issues, not pit bulls. Not Rottweilers. We get these dogs in. Not German Shepherds. It's Labradoodles. The number one dog we see with aggression is Labradoodles. Labradoodles. Yep. Number one aggression. Yep. Wow. Melissa says Border Collies. Doodles, 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 doodles. Yeah, every, almost everybody put doodle. Yep. Angela, you're doing your homework? How can you do your homework and talk on my show at the same time? Thank you. Would you just do read a story about Anne Frank? Mm -hmm. Understanding cause and effect? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Probably something you should be paying attention to. Cause and effect. Talk on my show. I tell you to be quiet. Cause and effect. Write that one in your freaking worksheet. Yeah. MSA. Do you think it's a good idea to look back to old methods of training such as alpha roll i'm not for or against it but i believe the dogs are getting worse over time maybe old methods have a purpose yeah you should absolutely definitely look at the keeler method of dog training km keeler method odt km odt absolutely look at old school yank and crank absolutely comes in handy I'll tell you that much oh my gosh it's not science-based. Sure it is. Old school methods work, especially for all these, all of these, you know, this is the thing. You see all these farm dogs, no tools on, off-leash. How do you think they're trained? Old school. If people only knew 
if people only knew what it felt like to have a long line tied around your fucking testicles and have it yanked if you didn't recall. If people only knew you growl at a dog, bam, your nose gets hit by a rubber hose. Guess what? It works. Oh my God, that's so mean. No, it's not. Having your dog run off, having your dog going after cattle or after your livestock when it's not supposed to, that's a death sentence to a dog. Dog growling at another dog, growling at a human. Dog ain't staying in the house. Dogs are dogs are dogs. It's us. All right? It's us. So there's, there's, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a time and a place for old school. Comes in handy, especially if you're going to work on challenging dogs. Um, more doodles and poodles, poodle crosses. Yep, probably doodles. Yep, a lot of doodles. Karen says, I, I train a lot of Australian shepherds who have aggression issues. Yeah. Well, a lot of them Australian shepherds are prone to biting. The problem is they're biting the wrong things. They're biting the humans. It's not what they're supposed to be biting. Damien, follow-up. Two, uh, two males. You have to, Damien, you've got to do a one-on-one -on -one just to let you know for two fighting dogs. I mean, there's a lot of information. I need to know your skill set. I need to know what you've done. It's not going to be fixed on this podcast, just to give you a heads up. Two males, pit bulls, one two-year-old. The other is eight to nine months old. Full disclosure, my biggest failure was not being able to get to uh, the two males, four to six years old. Yeah, I don't know your skill set, buddy. I don't know what you've done with the dogs. I don't know the tools you have access to. I don't know your protocols. But two fighting housemates are challenging to do. You have muzzles on them. You have to have remote collars on them. Sometimes you have to have double remote collars on them. You have to set them up. There's so many protocols we use. So many protocols we use. We're doing, we have something called the inner circle. The inner circle. Look into it. It's a four-week program live, 90 minutes each week on Zoom, face-to-face. -face. We only have five people in there. One of our clients um, had a, um, their dog bit their 12-year-old. Big, great Dane. She's doing much, much better. Um, Kelly S. says they're saying that they use a level that is not aversive, but just enough for the dog to notice you saying the right level makes sense. Thanks for your time. Yeah. That's bullshit. So, Kelly, I don't want to know who told you this information. I only want to know philosophies. You're being told wrong. They're saying use the least invasive method. I'm saying use the most invasive method. If you really want to stop a dog from an unwanted behavior, use the most invasive method. You don't nag the dog. You read the dog the riot act. And guess what? Dogs blow through that still. Underground fence technology, that's pretty freaking invasive, correct? You ever been shocked by underground fence? Strap one of those. To, and trust me, I put a knee collar on my neck before. I've maxed it out. It hurts. You put an underground fence on you, run through the underground fence. That really hurts. Go up to hot fence, cattle fence. That hurts. Really hurts. It's electricity. Dogs still run through it. Why? There's something better on the other side. 
Karen says, good morning, Jeff. Looking forward to our Zoom call tomorrow. Need some advice for us. Really anxious GSP. Karen, I might have to move the time a little bit later because I might be jet skiing with Angela tomorrow. So you'll see the, uh, the invite in the morning on Patreon. All right. Terry G saw the edited bonking video, thought, what the fuck? But I took the time to find watch the full seminar video. It's more than over a million people did. I'll tell you that much. Double down video was a great help. Uh, a level, I believe, was an eight. Yep, exactly. Cool to watch. Love you guys. Yep. Yeah, there's a bunch of hate videos out there. The biggest one out there right now is the bonking video that was taken from, by the way, all these videos are taken from our published videos. All of this, all of these hate videos are either people lying about us with just words or they're using our video content. It's like, you're fucking stupid. It's our content. But you edit it down to a short little two-second clip from a 20-minute video and you add a false narrative. Like, don't people realize that? You people don't realize that. Like, don't people realize that videos can be edited? No, they don't. They just believe what they see without any research. T. Freddy Canadian Travel is not open. Yeah, I guess October 1st they opened it up to people that are non-vaccinated. Maybe. Find me a location in Toronto, in the Toronto area, to do a seminar. I'll probably do one. In 2023, find me a, find me an area in the Toronto surrounding area, and I'll probably do one. Hopefully, your prime minister won't be there. Running your country anymore. How much, I don't know how much time he's got left. Um, Melissa, says, how much time do you spend doing reps before you take dogs out to stores, or how do you know when the dog is ready to take out in public when you train them? Well. They don't go out to the, the the first week of us doing reps, lots of reps, hundreds of reps. And then we take them outside, like in the front yard, right here in the Florida house, the backyard in the Florida house, in the driveway, around the neighborhood. So they need to be proficient on their obedience before we take them into stores. But we rarely have to correct a dog in a store. You'll see tons of videos from the Rhode Island board and train where there's, they'll take three dogs out at a time at a store. So some of it's gut instinct. After doing this for 20 years, over 10,000 dogs, you just have a gut instinct. But a lot can happen. Once a dog understands what an inhibitor is, a lot can happen. Allison says, yes, so ready to be an affiliate standing by for more info. We'll announce it. We'll announce it. Pay attention to our Instagram and our Facebook and the show. How does the affiliate program work? Sorry, I missed that. Kim, the way it'll work is just like a lot of other affiliate programs is, but ours is going to be pretty generous. 40% of the sale goes to you of all of our online consults. I mean, I'm sorry, all of our online, um, not consults, uh, all of our all of our online courses. 
all of our online courses. How many hosts are on the show, Angelo? Hmm. By the way, I need you to co-host the show this Wednesday and Friday. Wait, what? I need you to co-host the What Would Jeff Do show this Wednesday and Friday. And Monday. We don't do one on Monday. No, we just do Wednesday and Friday. Okay. So what you'll do is you'll just, you'll, you'll have your own individual link. If you want to give your clients a discount, like buy the green to graduate, get 5% off, get 10% off. You get a total of 40. So now you're down to 30% or 35%. Or you can get the whole 40% off. You get the 40% profit and you just give them added value. A lot of ways you can do it. A lot of ways you can do it. I love it. Life is over threshold. How are you going to how are you going to perform? Fantastic. It's true, Kim. It's true. Life is above threshold. People just don't get it. They really don't get it. We get so many comments to the negative. Oh my gosh, that dog looks nervous. Of course it does. We're working in above threshold. And then you get people that say, never work a dog above threshold. What? Of course you do. It's the stupidest advice I've ever heard. Don't work a dog above threshold. Well, how are you supposed to take your dog out in public? That's the problem. That's the problem with most dog training places. And we have a place, by the way. But once they learn their basic commands, we take them out in public. We work them above threshold. Because that's what people want to do. People don't want their dogs just to listen inside the house. They want their dogs to listen outside the house. Steffi says, with the success comes confidence. Yes, in addition to my dog being a different dog, I'm a different owner, formerly embarrassed by my dog's poor behavior. She's now feeling fabulous about my obedient pup. Good for you, Steph. And you feel empowered. Bonnie says, new here. Welcome, Bonnie. A lot of F-bombs, a lot of yelling and screaming, but the content is good. A lot of people do not like my delivery system. But the content is good. Then don't listen to how I deliver it, but listen to the content. But a ton of people do not like the way I put out my information. But if you hired me one-on-one, if you do a one-on-one consult, it's nothing like this. It's, it's calm. But this is a podcast. This is a podcast. Um, so for those of us that live in the northern part of the country, we need to, we need to, you to do a seminar in Florida in February so we can get a snow break. Um, I could, but you can also come to, we were doing some in, we're doing one in Austin, Texas in January. It's not that cold there, right? It's not that cold there. Emma Smith says, um, I'm a dog trainer for my local animal shelter. If you ever come to Fargo, North Dakota, we do. We do one in Fargo. We've done one. I don't know if we have one scheduled for this year, but we've done one in Fargo two or three years in a row. Um, I love your insight, how I can advance and perfect my training program for the shelter dogs. The behavioral issues have been extreme in the past few years. Yes, they have. Emma, why don't you come to our mastermind? Go to Jeff Gelman Seminars. I'll put it in there. I'll put it in the comments right now. www.jeffgelmanseminars.com. Hold that right. Yep, I did. Go there. We've got a mastermind coming up in two weeks. It's a one-week-long seminar. You'll learn everything you need to know to turn that shelter around. 
Tara says, um, Miles or English, excuse me, cream border, where'd it go? Board and Train is now able to go to stores with me. With me. His progress is amazing. You worked a miracle on this dog. Well, did I or did you do it? I think you did it. Right? Or did we do it? Oh, Miles. Oh, no, Miles. We did it. I think it was the same Miles who was at our training center. Yeah, Miles did great. Miles did great. Um. Um, Nancy said, uh, Melissa, I don't know about you, but my training at the facility was much different out in the big world. I believe the training continues. Um, when you are confident, you got this. Yes, it's true. Train it. Yes, you have to learn the basics in a training center. But if that's all your dog training course class consists of, that's not dog training. That's not dog training. You need to make sure your dog is actually trained out in public. Sweet Caroline, hello, all right. Oh, wait, hold on, I missed one. Ryan says, January 2022, this year, Austin had sleet and lowest drop to 23 degrees. Whoa, damn. Hope you don't have that because we're going to be in Austin in 2023. That's usually when we do it. I think, no, 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 no. We actually do it in uh, November or December. But I'm not, I'm only doing, I'm, I didn't do any seminars in 2022 except for my mastermind, but I took the year off. But 2023, I'm only going to be doing maybe eight to 10, and I normally do 26. Sweet Caroline, um, this is awesome. Money energy, I feel unstoppable and can't wait to go train. Also, shout out to Angelo. Angelo, say hello. Got his headphones on so he can listen to his online stuff. He does a bunch of combination of worksheets. He does online courses. So homeschooling is good. Yeah, guess you probably have your um tumbling today. I got a call. I think they're open today. Yes. They closed. They closed last week because of the storm. We had a big uh, big hurricane down here. Um, Tara says he's phenomenal. Angelo, yep. Angelo is phenomenal. All right, guys. It's uh, 9.20. I went I went over. And we're up. Good. Sit. Going to end and it with a green graduate. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here. That's my boy. Here? There we go. That's my boy. I'll just put the link up, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. For all the folks that are on the podcast, that was a little video of, I'm going to make an audio format of that video, by the way, for all of our podcast folks. Angela, you don't have to apologize for talking so much. All right? Look who your dad is. Look who your dad is. You didn't do that, finish that redraw right one. Uh, I need some help. Pat. Okay, I'll help you right after this. Actually, we have to, we have to do dog stuff after this. We got we to do bicycle rides after this. All right, guys, time to go ride dogs on bikes. Got to go. Love you guys. See you guys back here. See all my Patreon folks tomorrow. I'll put the link up tomorrow. It might be later than three because Angela and I might go jet skiing. Tomorrow, it's supposed to be a beautiful day to go jet skiing in the water. And... um 
Uh, but I'll see you Tuesday afternoon for our Patreon Zoom room. If you're not part of Patreon, I'll, I'll put that post up too. That, that's www.patreon.com slash solid K9 training. Patreon is solid K9 training. That's it. Um, if you join that, you can join that for actually, you can join a year, get a year membership. It's $100.80. It was down to about $8 a month. Eight bucks a month for four. It's $2 for every Zoom. And you get 20% off your courses. And you own these courses. Join Patreon, buy a course. You'll be ahead $30 right off the bat. Right off the bat. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Take care. It's Jeff Gelman of Sally Canine Training. And this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff Show.